Let me just tell you, boys. It's great. Oh, please, Dave. Tell me how good it was. It's outrageous. Have a look at him. Just have a look at him. He's a superstar. I'm assuming he's trained. If he's playing footy, he's trained. It's damaging, Jeeves. It's damaging disposal. It is. I love it. It is. Love it. Speaking words of wisdom. Up the Swatties. This is True Bloods, the number one independent Sydney Swans fan podcast. My name is David Baxter. We are back in the Horde studio this week to review the great win against the Geelong Footy Club and the upcoming clash against the top of the table Melbourne Demons this Saturday night. Once again, we have the absolute pleasure of Madison Clark in the studio tonight. How are you, Mads? Dable. Oh, oh boy. Oh, boy. Boy, oh, boy. Dable. I was, um, if you've been following the pod, right, I've gotten my uh, my teeth stuck into my dear girlfriend's nephew, indirectly, my nephew, and he is a fully-fledged blood. He's one of the faithful. Mate, but, I've seen him on the socials. He, he rocks up in the full uh, Swannies kit. Full kit. Full kit. We're talking jumper, shorts, Short socks, socks, footy boots. Rain, hail, or shine. Love deep. it. Love it. Now... I said to him, like I said at the start of the Richmond game, I said, Nate, we love the Swannies. I love the Swannies. You love the Swannies. We all love the Swannies, don't we, Dave? We love the Swannies. Nate, we haven't been playing well. Last two weeks have been pretty average, Mads. Might get taught a lesson here. Might. I'm con- I was confident. Yeah. But might get taught a lesson. I just, again, like I said at the Richmond game, just want you to prepare yourself. He was bullish, yep. far more bullish than I was. About five minutes to go in the first quarter, he had cracked it and said he wanted to watch the Swans Tigers games. I said, Nate, that's not how we operate in this household. How old's Nate? Nate is about, I think he's six. Well, that's pretty funny because I had a pretty similar reaction <laughs> in the uh, I, at twenty eight. I had, I had nearly cracked the shits, mate. I was that filthy on that first quarter, mate, because it was everything we spoke about last week. It was. An absolute repeat performance. Yep. The, the uncontested footy that Geelong was able to do in that first quarter, I was throwing my hands up in the air. I was slapping the couch. I was like, what is going on? There was just no pressure whatsoever was, on the ball carrier. It was mats. all a bit too easy, wasn't it? I, I specifically remember that goal that uh, Jezza Cameron kicked in the goal square, kicked it into the third tier. It's like, where yeah. are we? We were at sea. Deeps. It was slice and dice over the back. Yep. And then when, when there wasn't a clear option, they were chipping around, chipping around, 45, working it forward, working it forward, and just taking it all the way to the goals. And, mate, we should have been down by a lot more at quarter time. They That was a seven or eight, like, goal lead at quarter time in reality. It was pretty It was pretty abysmal, the, uh, the first quarter. Yeah, and we sort of even had on the True Bloods chat with Benny and Tommy and the boys. We're sort of, this is... Ominous. This is really looking average and we're in strife. But what came after quarter time, Mads, is something you see from a competitive, mature footy side. It's just good culture, Debs. Really? Blood's culture. We, the, the and this is where horse, I've underrated horse in, in circumstances like that because it's situations like that, Debs, that, that's where a coach is meant to do their best work. Yep. They go, okay, I've got a couple of options here. I can rinse them 
we can figure out what's going on here and fix it immediately before it gets worse. Yep. And, and admitting what we're doing wasn't working. And he obviously did that. He yep. obviously has that group so perfectly that we can just turn it around like that, especially a group of young blokes. Yeah, being able to respond and, yeah. the, and the cohesion is there to flip a game on its head like that. You, you just don't see it very often, Mads. When a team is down by five goals at quarter time, we may have seen it once this year in the um, – was it the Essendon-Hawthorne game where Hawthorne managed to flip it around on – After they were getting beaten by eight goals. On yeah. the Dons. That's yep. probably about the other time – only other time we've seen it, and once again, that is from an established coach who can get through to their players, right? And he's just such a good sign, Mads, for us to be able to turn a game literally on its head because that, that was looking really, really bad. And sort of that, you know, we go, what do we go, four and three there, really sort of starts to even up the season and, you you know, we're, we're probably making our way down the ladder a little bit. But probably, yeah, that, lucky to be in the eight at the end of the round. I, I think it's been underestimated and, once again, not really getting spoken about in the media and the only thing that brings attention is... That's the, why we're here, Deeble! <laughs> well, the only thing that brings attention is the Jeremy Cameron call. That sort of over, you know, takes over everything to come out of that game. But we have not been given enough credit for what we did on the weekend. And it was just massive from a lot of players on the weekend. But- it... But Debs, the the best thing was it it wasn't it wasn't just your Parkers, your Kennedys, just you know take take us on on their back and and to bring us to victory. Yeah, it was O'Flow, huge, right? It Massive. Was, it was Rowie. Yeah, it was Warner. Yeah, you know, it's guys like that. Hickey, Tom, Hickey, what a guy! Clearances. Mate, it was Goals. just... What did he have? 20, 20 touches, 16 contested or something berserk he like that? berserk. I, I'm pretty sure... What was it? 20 touches, 16 contested, 9 or 10 clearances. Going at 75% Percent. as well. It's massive. That game is one of the best games we've seen from the Ruckman this year. 10 clearances. 10. 23 hitouts. Two tackles. Big from the big man. Debs, he's, a, he's MVP. He, he's ours, I feel. Easily. Huge, huge. And the, yeah, as, as you just touched on, it was huge for like the old guys not to have to step up on the weekend. And it was class personified with the, the players of O'Flow, Rowie, and even just Dawson. like the calm head of – and we and he's already done it once this year – and Justin McInerney. Yeah, I was about to say J-Mac. Kicks Just goals be, when goals need to be kicked. That's what kept us in the game was our accurate kicking at goal. 14-6, getting the job done and taking your chances when they're there. In AFL footy, you don't take chances, you get punished. And that's what happened to Geelong. They kick straight, they win that game. Easy as that. And with the amount of inside 50s that they had on the weekend, they dominated the inside 50s. I think we only had 34 or 36 or something like that. By, by that same token, you take your up. You, you need to be efficient. Yeah. Especially when, you, when you're not getting it in there a lot, you need to convert. Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're right, Mads. But what I really liked was in that second quarter is when we clearly were getting beaten at the game, the, the match in general, it was the way we were able to play tempo footy. And we've discussed it in this podcast before. When a team's... Breaking, when a team is dominating, you've got to break the momentum. And we just did such a good job controlling, 
controlling the ball, short 45s, up the line, find a target, and then go bang. You've got to kick a goal. Right? No, yeah. and it, but it was clear and concise, Mads. It was protect protect the the ball and keep possession till the halfway mark. Once you're over halfway, gun and run. It was massive. From behind, we had, we had runners. We had... Cunningham. And, and we were moving the ball that quick that the... The cats weren't able to keep up with us on the, on the outside, and there are multiple times where they like a good kick got out onto the fat side of the ground, and we had you know relatively easy shots at at goal, and that made that that was just huge. The the five goals or whatever we kicked in that second quarter to get us back in it, huge mads, and it's just it's mature footy, correct from a young young side. Um, two people I loved, mm-hmm. three people I loved. Thought Malikin did a phenomenal job. He played absolutely awesome. Out of his skin, Debs. Out of his skin. That's a great word. Great descriptive. He's, he was down there with two of the most potent and dangerous forwards in the competition. And he was able to just push off, take marks. It was good. Mate, he took Tom Hawkins for an absolute bath. You yep. saw Tommy after the game and said, you don't need to have a shower, mate. You've already had <laughs> your towel and buddy had your soap and you got an absolute bath. Malikin gave Tom Hawkins a bath. Yep, he did. He it was did. And he'll so always good. be able to say that now. So good. Um, Aiden McLean oh. cannot go out of the team this time. Nah. That, that, that was huge. Yeah, yeah, and probably... He doesn't miss. He, he doesn't miss. Every time he's coming... Has come he in, kicked her behind this year? He's a good shot for goal. There's no doubt, but he was just massive for us on the weekend, Mads. A contested grabs, big body, great kick for goal. Those blokes don't grow on trees, Mads, and he's earned his spot in that side now. He, yeah, well, he didn't kick any behinds on... Uh, four, on four goals straight on the weekend? Four goals straight. Yep. Four goals straight. He, do you know what? I just love him. And I think he is an absolutely fine replacement when Buddy's not there. Like I'm not, I'm not left going. Oh, we don't have a, we don't have a key forward. We don't have a marquee forward there. Like he's, he's a better contested mark than Buddy. Yeah, he he could turn his game into a a big powerful game of footy being yeah. able to take those contested grabs and when he gets a like a proper run at the ball and that this is the difference between a Hayden McLean and a Sam Reed right he is in a great position to take a mark in a contested situation yes. because he reads the ball so well out of the contest. Even that one where he sort of he pushed back on that lead, he he had picked the trajectory of that ball and he's come back not looking at, at the ball, knows where it's coming, pushes off his Geelong defender and takes an uncontested mark out in front of him. That just shows a player who knows footy and can read the a ball. Good footy now. Debs, do you know any, how many behinds he's kicked this year? Not too many, Mads. Zero, Debs. What's he got? Eight, eight or nine straight? 100%. Going at 100%. 10 goals. 10 goals straight? Yep. He must have kicked at least 10. Yeah, that's that's huge, Mads. It's it's uh, it's very exciting to have a, a player like that developing, and especially in a situation where he's been in and out of the team so often. He's had, had no continuity in his yeah. footy since he came to the It's club. hard to do coming from that VFL level up and back. 
And so even mentally too, it's like, oh, I'm only playing because Buddy's not playing. Yeah. You know? But and so, and he would be, I hope he doesn't just expect now that there's rumours that Buddy will be playing. I hope he doesn't expect, oh, I'm going to get dropped here. Well, I don't think so with Sam Reid outside now, injured. I hope not. You would think not. You think he plays centre forward and Buddy out of the square. And Sinclair goes? Yeah, I think so. Now, Dylan Stevens. Yep. Another one. I need him to have cont- I need him to have continuity in his game. I want him in for a solid three, month. Yeah, three, four weeks of footy. Hundred because he's got a lot to offer. He's going to build. He's going to build. Um, Kicked a clutch goal. Yeah, along with McInerney. I've, I've still got the jury's out to decide for me. It's sort of last year I was really excited about. I know, I know, and it just hasn't had That's, the chance to prove it. Not just, everyone, not everyone can do what Hayden McLean's been doing. In fact, very, very, seldom very can, minimal. Can yeah. people do that? You know, you need to have a bit of a look at when Oflo started. Yeah. Same thing. Yep. You need to link games together and you go, you want to be able to have the confidence to go, okay, fucked up this, fucked up that. Yep. Go to training. I know I'm playing next week. Yeah. I know what I've got to work on. And that's how you build as a footballer, Deeps. Yeah. And that's what I, that's, I'm crying out for it, Deeps. Just give him three or four weeks. Yeah. I, I, I think goes. he will. He was very serviceable on the weekend. And look, it is a hard position to play that wing role when you are coming in into a side with structure and everything like that. It's just, you, you know, that wing position's very, it's it's talked about in an uncontested way and, you know, anyone can go play on the wing. If you can run, you can play on the wing where it's, it's there's a lot of like hard work and footy. You've got to get your own footy. And footy now. So yeah. you, you've got to know where it's going before it's there and then you get rewarded with work rate as well. So I think sort of his work rate, you may, you know, may have a bit of room to, um, to improve, but that's, what's going to happen, right? More games, more experience, that stuff should come in into play, but I loved Rowie's game. Phenomenal. Massive. And that there's one who's, you know, come off an injury three, four weeks out, played in the twos, played at probably an average game last week. And then back to what we saw, you know, that, I think it might have been that Frio game last year where he Mm -hmm. kicked that clutch goal, played a ripping game. Just good. He's classy. He's going to be good. And also, Chad Warner's finish. Step around the mark, take a bounce, goal skis. Not many can do. Not many can do. At full pal. Yeah. Start of the second there. It's such an important time too. It's like, geez, that's, that's the time to kick a big goal like that. Yep. Really keep us in the game. Look, we're in good shape. And, I mean, I know it's, it's so easy with a team like ours. Like, I was reading, um, I think it was Fox Sports, thinking about, like, doing doing the top eight, are the top eight locked in? Yeah. And they look at who you've played, like, who you've beaten, and the quality of your team, and who's healthy, who's not, et cetera, et cetera. They had us at eight at the moment. I'm like, geez, I just reckon we're a bit better than that. I reckon I reckon we're a pretty good side, Debs. Yeah. To, have, to have knocked off Brisbane... Richmond, Geelong. There's three at the top four from you last know, year. Like, come on. At some point, it's like, geez, we're playing some decent footy. Yeah, this is the thing. If we go and fucking knock off Melbourne this year, yeah. that, this week, it's. It, Surely that announces. Yeah, it's it sort of. It, you know that, yeah, the Richmond game. Like, uh, Deeps, like when? Like, I mean, who, who, who the. F- we only have to beat Melbourne. And then surely it's like, okay. <laughs> 
beaten everyone. Yeah. But this is this is what frustrates me, Mads, is we we lost two games in a row, right? And was there any talk about oh the Swans don't have a spine? Yeah. No, no it, it no. was oh the Swans are young and they're fading out. And they're a young side and they're probably, you know, the, the wheels have come off and they're going down the Not, ladder. They don't have a full back, centre-half back. Centre-half <laughs> forward. Yeah, yeah. Full Jesus. forward and a ruckman. Yeah. Right? Their first choice. And that, that's where the, the media is just ridiculous with this, Mads. And then we come out on the weekend and we're down by five goals at quarter time. And we fight back and beat a top four team from last year yep. who... Recruited to win a premiership. premiership. They are their window right? as far as they're and concerned. Has, has is there wide been open. any talk or credibility None. about that win? None. No. That's why we're here, James. That's why we're here, Mads. And geez, it's good to get that off my chest because that's been pissing me off yeah, all it's, week. It's fucked. And look, and we even we were sort of starting to get, you know, re-evaluate our expectations on the two losses. But when you actually look at it, now we've come out of it, it's like we legit did not have a spine. Yeah. And we only just lost to GWS. GWS, which is the yeah. And then uh, we had a bad game against the Gold Coast in reality. Yep, and that happens. And you know what? In eight weeks of, what is it, seven weeks of footy then, you're entitled to a bad one every two months of footy. Correct. And that's all I think that one was against the Gold Coast. Debs, I rate us. It's, it's hard to – I think doing, the, doing this podcast – Makes it hard because you've got you. I don't know. I think after a loss, okay, like how do we sort of frame it? How do you talk about it? it it's hard because you look at it in isolation and your yeah. emotions are in a vacuum from just that performance. But if you if you really take a step back and look at the bigger picture, that is essentially the story of the season. Is we've knocked off a few really good teams, Brisbane at home, mind you. And we just had an off game against Gold Coast. Yeah. GWS could have been a flip of the coin. That's it. You know, um, fair dinkum. I th- I am really confident about this week. Yeah. Yeah, we're definitely going to take it up to him and Rampy, buddy, back in the side. You know, it's huge. It's huge, Mads. But that has been an exciting first segment, the review of the Geelong game. And those four points will be very, very valuable come towards the end of the year, I think, Mads. Correct. But we will be back with segment two, our favourite segment, a little bit of social engagement. Oh, we've got a bit to unpack today, Dable. And a massive, and I repeat massive, Mads Whack of the Week. Stay tuned. Welcome back to True Blood. Wow, we Mads. Wow, that is some really creative, high quality content. That is there quietly. That is a lot of effort has gone into that, Dave. There has, you know, for all the EDM fans out there, you know, you are Melbourne Bounce fans. Melbourne Bounce fans. Been in and around Tramp on a given Sunday morning. 100%. I think that just leads perfectly into the social question this week. It does. It does. Because the player mentioned in that little stinger 
is prominently spoken about in this question, which was hashtag ask the faithful. With our most important game of the season thus far against the top of the ladder demons, it only seems appropriate to ask who has been our most important player so far and why best answers to be featured on the potty. Wowee. Had a, a, a very good level of engagement, Debs, and, and you know what? We actually happen to love engagement. We love the social engagement, Mads, and we are loving you guys getting involved out there. Alexander Dawes. Dawesy. Dawesy. As has been said, it's incredibly hard to look past Hickey or Hickey Hickey. Tricky, tricky, Hickey Hickey. The bloke was essentially a garbage bin get and has turned out to be a pure diamond quality and is arguably in all Australian form. Oh, nothing to argue about there. Absolutely not. He has shown just how important a quality tap Ruckman is, but he's also able to gather the footy, wins his own clearances, and has scoreboard impact, which I know you boys love, Dorsey. We love a little bit of scoreboard impact. Typically always from midfielders, but we love it from Ruckman too. We love scoreboard impact. Basically, with him in the side, we're a top eight side. Without him, we're not, and that's Pretty bloody spot on. That's teams. pretty factual stuff. Pretty factual. He's r- written a fictional novel there. No, non-fictional. Non-fictional. Jeez. Jeez, Debs, we're not, yes. we're not editing that out, mate. No. Gail Muir. Hickey without doubt. We are just not the same without him. Who would have thought a Ruckman could be so influential? Probably haven't had such a great one since Barry Round. Yes, I know Goodsy started there, but let's face it, he was good everywhere. Bloody spot on. Bloody spot on, Spot Gale. on, Gail. And we love the engagement from Gail there. Very good. But, and that's um very very accurate assessment there from Gail, Mads. It is. It's fantastic. And, you know, I love social engagement that much. I've got two for you. Jonathan Minter, he says, for mine, Debs. Oh, very familiar there, Mr. Minter. It's got to be McCartan. No surprises that we lose the game. He got injured, and in the game, he didn't play. We aren't very tall in the back line. He takes on the Grillers and wins the intercepts. It allows the rest of our back line to be aggressive, meaning we can transition the ball better. Very clear, concise, and... Do you know what? He's... It's very hard to argue with that because Tom McCartan's been a lock down there. Yeah, he's been there. The centre-half back position is crucial to the way your your footy side flows off that back line. Yes. It's, it's in, I don't know the right word, Mads, but it is so important. It, critical. It is critical. To, crucial. Crucial to the way your footy side moves the ball, and he's been very big for us this year. Absolutely, Mads. And we're going to go with another one, David Hollyister. There's been many contributors to the Swans this season, but like many have mentioned, Tom Hickey's efforts have made all the difference. If no good having, it's no good having an efficient midfield if they don't get use of the ball first. A tap Ruckman is bringing out the midfielders, our midfielders into the game. I also think McLean has been a very good and steady player for us, and when given the chance, he's been anointed as Buddy's replacement on various posts. I think he's quite capable of doing that. As I said before, Debs. We did, we did. And they're just, yeah, they're two players that he sort of mentioned there. 
apart from Tom Hickey and McLean and Tom McCartan, who have been definitely a big part of our improvements thus far this year, Mads? It's phenomenal to see. I Yeah. There are so many, though, that are so important. Dawson's so important. O'Flo's so important. But, Jess, Hickey, I'm I'm picking him over Grundy any day. At the moment, there's, an, there's no bloody doubt about it. Gorney's still probably got him covered, and that's... Yeah, he's the number two ruckman in the league. And that's something we're definitely going to touch on in the preview of the D's game. But... Geez, the way he has changed our side this year, it's, once again, has not got a lot of media time whatsoever and deserves to be spoken about. We're talking about bloody Jordan Dugowie not showing up for a few weeks, right? Talk about Jordan Dugowie on his phone. Exactly, right? Not talking about Hickey Hickey taking the ball out of the ruck and kicking snags. And changing the dynamic of a football side. Like, it, there, there, there hasn't there been... There needs to be a thesis written on it. 100%. The way this... The individual of Tom Hickey has changed the way the Sydney Swans play footy... Thrown on the scrap heap. ...is the, one of the biggest stories in football, Mads, for mine. For yours. For mine, Mads. And it's absolute bullshit that that is, he's not been spoken about. And, like, it hardly got any media time that he bloody made a Jesus resurrection. <laughs> And only played a, a PCL injury. PCL one week. One all week. Tom Hickey needs. And Tom Hickey, the Jesus he is, parting the seas, comes out and plays. Is that his name, Jesus? Yeah. Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus Tom Hickey of Nazareth. Of Nazareth. Exactly right. And it's it's just bullshit. It's actually probably a good thing. We fly under the radar fuck, yeah, fuck. and that type of thing. Right? James, We're used to it. It's just frustrating when you love your footy club. And I love the Swatties, man. I love Mads. the bloody Swatties. I love the Swatties. James, every time we've been favourited and talked about, we've fucking bottled it. So let's, yeah. just, let's just roll with it. Nah, it feels good to get that one off the, off You've the chest, been, mate. You, this really is a therapy session for you. Hey, it, it is. It's, I get very tense during the week and, you know, Quite a large workload and that type of thing. And then you hold on to, you know, the wins and the losses over the week. It's amazing how much it impacts your life. Hey, it's great getting in here of a Tuesday now, though. A, we get it out a day earlier for the faithful. And I hope you've been enjoying that over the last couple of weeks, getting that out a day earlier. Because that's one of the bit of the feedback we got from the faithful, Mads, was they they needed a bit more time to have a listen. So we thoroughly enjoyed appreciate the feedback. And if you've ever got any feedback, definitely get that back to us. That's for sure. But yeah. I'd Speaking of feedback. Yep. Dable. Yes, Mads. I'm a busy man, Dable. Jesus. Sorry. This is, uh, this is brewing here. I think. I'm a very busy man. Yep. So I've decided that I'll, I'll just move away from social media for, for a few weeks, maybe a yeah, month. Yeah, right? you have actually probably been off the socials for about three weeks yep. now. Um, and it's it's greatly enriched my life. Um, so I haven't, haven't been on there, haven't been sort of having a look at what's on there. But I listen to my podcast through Google, right? Yep. And it comes up with, um, you know, suggestions of things you might like. Or even related, yeah, related, related podcasts. Related podcast. So obviously, yep. I, I subscribe to True Bloods, right? I want that stat there, obviously, and Absolutely. I love the content, people. Yes. Not just not just my content, your content. Thank you, mate. Not Tommy's anymore. Unfortunately, no. he's not doesn't do any content. No, no content. But Debel, yes, man. I was listening to the pod 
the other week and the fuck is this? Yeah. I got suggested uh, another another Sydney Swans podcast. Now I wasn't I wasn't actually aware that there was another Sydney Swans podcast. No one's mentioned it to me. Right. So I what the fuck is this? Dable. Their logo is exactly the same as ours, Dable. So you thought you were listening clicking on to listen to some So Dable. Yes. I saw it and I said, what the fuck? Has Dable changed the logo? <laughs> no, it's another it's another Sydney Swans podcast with our exact logo. So I said, okay, what's happened here? Have we fucked this up? Have we, have we just seen that and used it as inspiration? Not quite, Dable. No, Matt. I logged back onto Facebook. I downloaded it. I logged on. I said, when did we upload it? 19th of March, table. I look at this other one, which I didn't know existed. 4th of April. So they have taken our logo. They have stolen our logo. I listened to the podcast. Pathetic. Average content. Very average content. And I've heard a few whispers uh, that it's not the only thing... They've taken from us, Mads. Now, Deeble. I was joking before. I have, of course, heard of them. But for them to do this, they say that imitation is a form of flattery. Yep. I don't feel flattered. I feel ripped off. Yep. I feel like they haven't got a creative bone in my body. In their body. Their body, Deep. Sorry. I'm a, I'm a bit wound up. Yep. This doesn't end here. No, nah, it doesn't. It's uh, it will be dealt with in time, Dable. It will, because that's pathetic. Yeah, it's to no make good. your own logo. And look, they're probably going to come back with oh, there's some slight variances. Oh, spare me, right? But we it, changed ours. You changed yours. Exactly. Get a life. Exactly. And we're not happy about it. We're not happy about it. That's my work of the week. And it's not the only thing they've ta- stolen from us in the past. They, they've definitely taken some of our quality content, which may be coming back in the next couple of weeks. Who Wears Who Wore, I think, was one of the... Uh, <laughs> Did they take that? They started doing a bit of a Who Wears Who Wore Mads. That definitely came through to me on the socials as well. So it's not just the logo, it's the segments. And, you know, when you're competing with the best Mads, you know, these things may happen from time to time. Touch. Consider yourselves called out yeah, and we're call coming out. for you. This is a call out, an official call out to the Swans blog. I dare I did it. I did it, Mads. Coming after you. We're coming for you. It's uh, look if they're we love that you guys love the Swannies, but we're we're not happy Come about on. this one. We're Come not on. happy. You're selling merchandise. It's, it's not right, boys. It's not not right. But it's not right. Not blood's culture, dudes. This won't be the last we hear about it, but we will move on, Mads. We are going to move on to a quick little break and we will be previewing the Saturday night clash against the Demons at the MCG Saturday night. Back very soon. You know what I love, Mads? What do you love, Dable? I love the Swannies. You love the Swannies? So do I, Dable. You know what I don't like, Mads? What do you not like, Dable? I hate how no one talks about it. Ah, doesn't it? Just kill you. It absolutely kills me. And that's why we do this podcast. Please 
like, subscribe, and leave a review on all the True Bloods forums. We're on your Instagrams. We're on your Facebooks. So please jump on there, and please just tell one friend. One friend. Yes, Mads? Speaking words of wisdom. Up up the the Swatties. Welcome back to True Bloods, Mads. That stinger every time. It just grows on me a little bit more. Quality. And on that, Mads... If you are not driving your car, jump onto your Apple podcast, make sure you're subscribed, leave a five-star review, and a nice little written review would be nice as well, Matt. That's what we're going to ask for, and you know what we ask for? It's not a lot to ask. It's not. And we, all we want them to do is just to tell one friend, Mads. Just one. Because, you know, word of mouth is the best form of a- advertisement. So we would thoroughly appreciate a little share via that method. That would be fantastic. But we are here, Mads, to talk about our biggest game of the year so far against the unbeaten Melbourne Demons. So you would have thought it was the Richmond game. Um, but in the context of the season, Debs, yes. it's this game. Context is everything. Context is everything, Table. And we are going to go to the MCG and we're going to beat Melbourne. We are. I am calling it here. We're going to beat them. I'm going to put a lot of money on the Bloods and I never put money on the Bloods, Debs. Yep. We're going to win. We're going to beat them. And we have the tools. We have the tools to do it. And it's been speculated around town that... One, Sir Lance Franklin is going to be back in the side. And? And the great Dane, Dane Rampey as well. So there's your full forward and your full back. And well, we're, we're whole again, right? And for mine, Mads, that makes a whole lot of difference. Like what That takes us from a an 8 out of 10 side to a 10 out of 10 side. How much better is the forward structure for mine, Debs? For yours, Mads. With McLean and Buddy there. Yeah, well, McLean's going to be playing the Logan McDonald role, right? Goal square. Yeah, you're going to play McLean deep. Yep. Oh, play look, McLean deep yep. and have Buddy, buddy up, leading buddy up. Because he's still moving around all right. I'm not, I have no concerns about... He's not disabled. No. It's not like he's hobbling around. No, but he... He, he does his best work from outside of 50 deeps and we all know that. Yeah, he's elite, an elite foot kick. Field kick, I should yep. say. He can he can be hitting Hayden McLean on the chest. Yeah, you know, I I have, I I would rather him not be the focal point up forward. Yeah, I would rather Hayden McLean be the focal point. Quite frankly. Yeah, yeah. It I'll, doesn't I'll, mean Buddy doesn't have a use. Yeah, and I I think McLean being that big contested player, he just brings Wixie into the game. He brings Papley into the game. Paps's game on the weekend was. Improved, but still work to do. Yeah, uh, we didn't we didn't mention him. I, I know he yeah. kicked the sealer essentially, but yeah, I I still think he's got a bit to do. Yeah, just a little bit of attitude, Mads. Uh, it, we spoke about it last week, but just like when when it's not all going your way, I think he's just got to look a bit more positive. And I know he's yeah. an emotional player, but it's he, he is a leader out there, and that's something that's got to improve. But I think with us playing better footy, the likes of Tom Papley are going to be playing better footy. Absolutely. We play the G so well, Dave. Yeah. We, and we, we play against Melbourne really well. We have for a while, mate, for sure. And I think the D's did get us a couple of years ago up there when Nathan Jones played off his chops and, mm. you know, kicked that goal on his brother and yep. that type of thing. So they, they it hasn't been too long since they got us, but I think Melbourne's performance on the weekend against the North Melbourne Footy Club, which is statistically the worst footy side in 66 years. I did read that. Yeah, or something like that. It's that that's alarm bells for Melbourne. 
And it, it sort of has a little bit of us two weeks ago about it. Yeah. Bit, get a bit shaky. Yeah. And look at that. You. Mate, they were down by three or four goals at half time or whatever. And, geez, it, against a, a weak opponent like North Melbourne, it's this show. So I, I, I didn't watch that game very closely, but I, I think the coaching panel, Pikey, Coxie, McVeigh and Horse, they're going to be putting their brains together. And I think we've just got the coaching panel to get it done against Melbourne this week. They're, they'll be able to pick apart what North Melbourne did really good in that first half and hopefully execute it better than North did for the rest of the game. Do you know what I wouldn't mind seeing? What's that, Mads? Parker and Petrarca head-to-head. Head-to-head. Yeah, two strong bodies. One thing I probably would say is Petrarca's probably got him for a little bit of explosiveness, pack-wise. No, definitely got him. Yeah. But... I think if anyone can lift and, and do a bit of a job there. Yeah. Well, I honestly think... Do, does um, George come straight back into the side this week after a week out with concussion? For mine, no. Who, who, are you, who are you taking out? I don't know. I don't know, but he gets it done on the big-bodied midfielders. It's Well, I mean, sure. He's been out of form this year. Yeah, I, I don't he's think been he's been terrible. No, he hasn't been terrible, yeah. but he hasn't been I'm, – I'm saying he – I'm not fussed. Do you know what I was actually thinking? And this is a bit of a – this is a bit left field. Stick with me on this. So, yep. Rampy obviously comes in for Malikin, right? Yep. Buddy comes in for Sinkers. Yep. Logical. I think. Yep. I mean, then do you need a backup? Nah, Sinkers is gone. Hayden McLean says in, Sinkers gone. Yeah. Right? I reckon – Ryan McCl- Ryan Clark could actually play a tagging role on Clayton Oliver. Yeah, he can go to Oliver, right? But personally, I'm probably putting time into Salem. Yeah, and Salem's been racking him up. Salem and Petrarca, but see, you can only, can't no, but, tag them both. No, you can't. Of course, you can't. That's why yeah. I'm saying. I'm not saying that Parker should tag Petrarca. Yeah, just head to head. Head to head. Yeah. Yeah, win I'll your own footy, but be wary. Yeah, I mean that's a, there's a reason they're undefeated, Debs. They've yeah. got they've got a really good midfield. Say, I mean Salem's been playing a little bit off half back. He's yeah. a, he's a jet. They're 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 a good good football side. Yeah, but I don't know either one. But I think Ryan Clark could actually have a job here on Saturday. Get a night. job. It's sort of career defining, really, isn't it? It's totally. Yeah, look, it's, it'd be left field. You can't kick, Dave. <laughs> yeah, the butcher. The butcher. But, yeah, it's left field, but it's logical, and I, I see where that could work. But whether it happens or not, see, I, I reckon Georgie's getting brought in ahead of Clark because you, you've said it before in the previous pods, is when Hewitt is given a role, generally executes it pretty well. It's true. So and and he's probably six two six three. So he's got the body size to go with Petrarca. When did he get concussed? So the Gold Coast game. So you don't you have to have two weeks off? Twelve days. Okay. So it's normally the best part of just under two weeks. So it's guaranteed a game off, and then if you come up for the next week. 
Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. So you can play the next week. The next week, okay, like Dusty. Okay. Dusty's yep, 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 playing yep. this week as well. So, yeah. Look, I I just think that's the logical matchup, but we will see. Stephen May will obviously sit on Buddy. Yeah, gets a lot of uncontested ball. Stephen May. It's nearly so like Lever. Yeah, they sort of. I think there's got to be some real. Structural intent yeah. with the way we go into this weekend. Just you can't let them do what they want off half back. It's. I don't it, want this to be the Jake Lever show. Yeah, oh, I. It's funny. I think we've been pretty like systematic in a, like a zone defense, and it didn't work in that first quarter. And I think that was one of the clear changes again in the Geelong game. It, we were just in that little bit. Cl- it was still zone-ish, right? But we were just a bit closer to man-on-man. And I think that's the way we need to go about Melbourne is like manic pressure and try put the pressure like teams have been doing to us. Well, that's, that's it. You just need to bring the heat. Bring right? That, heat that, those fir- that first month of footy, we had two players coming up onto the ball carrier. Yes, it exposes you over the line. And if you if it gets over, as we've seen in the last couple of weeks, you get it's absolutely chopped up. Yeah. But if you can cause that turnover in that forward half, the results speak for themselves, Mads. Scores from turnovers. Score, huge. And, yeah, it's get, the pressure's got to be there, Mads. We yeah. cannot start can't, can't be like we did yeah. in, the, in the Geelong game. Like, it, it is so important to start and silence the, the Melbourne crowd because they're going to be up and about. And it's, if we just ha- put in a, you know, a good quarter or two, Melbourne will fold, mate. Yep. They're not hard and they haven't done it tough. Well, they, they have done it tough, uh, but yeah, but you, in a different way. You know, all, they're not hard and footy side. We all know how I feel about Melbourne. Yeah, exactly right, Mads. They yeah. If you if you serve it up to them, they're gonna fold, yep. mate. I still don't. I still don't believe mentally. I believe we're a mentally stronger football club than they are. Yeah, just a mentally stronger side. Generally, like oh, mate, I hope we beat them, mate. I'm, I'm if we knock them off, Debs, we have to be the real deal. Yeah, enough. Yeah, and I just I want to be the real deal so bad. Yeah. It's, a, it's ahead of time and so so badly, Mads. But yeah, it's going to be interesting. It's it's such a good game for us, and I, I unfortunately I cannot be at the game this week, and I am spewing. Absolutely spewing. Got a little family trip down the coast down in Lawn Mads. So I won't be in attendance, but I will be watching with my family who are Swan supporters as well down at the Lawn Hotel having a cheeky frothy. So Delightful. Dad and I will be uh, level level one in the MCC. Lovely. Good. Good. Be, be an absolute good night for it, I reckon. Yeah. Well, I hope the weather's good. Yeah. Because I'd love to... Really see it, quite a free-flowing game. Yeah, it would, would be good, and I just think it being able to use our ball use. Mate, do you know what the best thing is? The memories of that Richmond game will be will come thick and fast Yeah, for these blokes. Yeah. Braden, you know Braden Campbell come back into the side? Well, I don't think so. I expect Errol Goulden to be very impactful, though. Yeah, Errol... Errol is going to be so good. Just his first three weeks of footy, his execution was A grade. Since then, 
execution has been C plus grade. Just not quite getting it done by foot for Mayan Mads. His goal kicking has been inaccurate as well. As well. It's just that finishing polish where if he was doing it, everyone's looking at him like, who is this kid? How did he slip through to the 30s? Yep. But, yeah, he hasn't quite been doing that. So I'd like to see him play an absolute ripper. That would be awesome to see as well. But, yeah, we've got to put time into Petrarca, Salem, May and Lever. Yep. They're the ones who – and hopefully the sort of team structure just gets it done, Mads. But I am going to go the Swannies by three goals on the G. I was thinking the same. Yep. I honestly think we'll have it wrapped up halfway through the fourth quarter. Be nice. Yep. Be nice just wouldn't to enjoy it. Wouldn't it be nice, it, yeah. It? Just really soak it in. Yeah, because, geez, I was struggling through that last quarter on the weekend. Oh, gee, yeah, it's not, <laughs> it's not what you want, is it? Jeez. It's not. And I, I, I was like, when they kicked that that goal to put him in front, I was like, geez, we're done here. It's like losing another close one, four and three, and then just pop through that cheeky little goal from Papley and, you, and your season changes in front of you. What, what, where does sinkers go from here? Sinkers. Um, well, if Naismith... Apparently he's close to being back. ...is on his way back and Hickey stays in the side and then Naismith plays some good footy in in the... Reserve VFL. The VFL. Yep. He could be in some strife. Struggle battling to get out into the side, but Ruckman is so prone to injuries, you've got to have three on your list. So he'll, yep. he'll be around. Is he 31? Yeah, 31, 32. Yeah, it's an interesting time, but I think the the way the modern game goes, if you brew brew your own Ruckman, you know, that there's potentially seven years of pain before you see some return. Correct. Just go and find a Tom Hickey. <laughs> Solves all your problems. Tom Hickey of Nazareth. That's it. All got? right, who's well. On, who's on this weekend? Mads, let's just have a little bit of a call out here about our tipping last week. I got, I got. Two. I got I got three. I tip tip the Tigers against the doggies. Good one. Yeah. I even tipped Yeah, shocking. Yeah. Shocking. Real average. We we saw those odds there, but the odds are there for a reason, Mads. <laughs> Correct. And, and no, like, lucky lucky we, there was no money thrown around. Sometimes we somehow think that we know more than the bookies. bookies. It's like that's literally what they do for a living. <laughs> Exactly right. But we have the Friday night clash at the G, Richmond and Geelong. Oh, Richmond. Richmond Ah, is back. Richmond is my lock of the week. Oh, Oakley Locksmith's lock of the week. The Oakley Locksmith's lock of the week. Richmond getting it done back against the Dogs last week. Geelong. Deeps, um, breaking the fourth wall a bit. We could do Stinger idea. Yep. Have a lock closing or a padlock sound. Yeah, yeah. padlock sound. You know. <laughs> the Oakley Locksmith's <laughs> lock of the week. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm with you. All right. All right. We can work Ex- on that expect one. Expect that next week. <laughs> but yeah, Tigers are back, I think. They've Absolutely. proven everyone not wrong. I don't think many people wrote them off, but Tigers, mate. Tigers. Yep. Done. Tigers for you? Yeah, Tigers for me. GWS and Essendon, Saturday Arvo. Giant Stadium. Jeez. Interesting one, isn't it? That was probably the biggest upset 
pretty, nearly for me. Pretty thought they were pretty pitiful in the last quarter. Shocking, mate. Get they um they they they're hanging the hat on the kids, but they're a shit ass football club. Yeah, I'm loving that they're going no good too. Yeah. Just my bet took another win last week with my mate. Oh yes, Essendon or Swanee's higher on the ladder, so still looking good. Oh, that's the Oakley Locksmiths lock of the week, <laughs> lock of the year. Yeah, correct. Um, GWS for mine. I think so. Yeah, Essendon away, no good. Gold Coast and St Kilda. Ooh. Another one. Hard to pick. Where's that? St Kilda so inconsistent. Where's that? Metricon. Yep. Because Gold Coast are in, inconsistent, I'm going to go Gold Coast. Yeah. I'm going to go Gold Coast. Gold Coast. St Kilda just getting, getting it done against much. Collingwood last yep. week. Yep. Yeah, they'll be riding high. I think I'm going to back St Kilda. They've let me down a lot this year, but with Hill back into form, Brad Crouch finding some ball. Brad Crouch has found ball all year. Yeah, but played a good good game on the weekend. I just Against garbage opposition. Yeah, but a bit of confidence I think they'll take from that. And, yeah. Same. Gold Coast for mine. Saints for me. North v Collingwood. Oh, Lucky this isn't in the Grenache hour. <laughs> Jesus. Shocking game. Weren't Collingwood fucking pathetic? Did not. That's one game I did not see a thing. Did not see oh, a thing. Oh, mate, you didn't miss anything. Yeah. Sunny afternoon, Saturday afternoon, the one forty-five time slot, which I think is prime to go to a game. Yep. You're not wasting your whole day. You've still got, you know, it's perfect. For sure. 26 grand there. Yeah. 26K. Yeah, they've, they're off the bandwagon. That's for sure. They suck. And they, Buckley's like, all, all we need to do is bring bring the heat, bring the heat. Just first first bounce. They just waltz through uncontested. Kick a goal. It's like, oh, you guys meant to be playing for your coach. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, well. North Melbourne to get their first win of the year. I'm going to back the Pies to come back. I, t- I just don't think North are any good. Even after it's pretty good. they were pretty good against Melbourne. They were pretty good, but don't think they can do it two weeks in a row. They're going to win at some point, and it's they probably going to be at Collingwood. Yeah. Could well be, man. Is, is that an Eddie Had or the G? Eddie Had. Marvel. Yeah. For North. North. North, 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 North. Jeez. The uh, panic station's down at uh, Collingwood. If that does go down, Mads. And the SA showdown, they call it over there. The showdown, Port Adelaide and Adelaide. That'll have a bit of spice. Saturday night. Port Adelaide. To bounce back. Port, they were disappointing against Brisbane last week. Very disappointing. Port, yeah, I think. They're quality side. Wheels are off at Adelaide, I think. Yep. Sort of, that's the young side not competing. There goes my Tex Walker. Brownlow bet. Yeah. Yeah, he's struggling for a vote or two at the moment, Yes. We have Tip, the Swans game, Hawthorne and West Coast, Sunday, MCG. Ooh, West Coast. Back in form. Yeah, West Coast, West Coast. Yeah. We're we're down to 370 on the back of the rampy. Bit of money. Bit of money. We well, we were 450 at the start yeah, of the week. Yeah, I saw that. Did see. 
Hey, how good's this? We're in a good position. We're in a really good position. That's We're playing some good footy. Yeah, we are. I'm feeling really good it's about good. it. It's good. It's good. It's good to and go. Ahead of time. Yeah. 100%, Maz. 100%. We're never going to be down for too long. <laughs> I, we just lo- I just love how that's just come to you then, Mads. You just feel no, but it's, it's nice. It's just feel, feeling good about it. It it's, is. It's good to know you have footy clubs in a right, good position, though. Oh, just on the right track. Yeah. Like, I look at God, some mates of mine. I've got a lot of mates back for Collingwood. Fuck me, dead. It's grim. That's so yeah. grim. But like they, it's self fucking imposed. Like it is. Well, it's it's years of poor list management. Yeah, shocking, shocking. Like it's not. I was blaming originally Ned Guy, their their list manager currently, and made my who, who's fault. like yeah. knows Collingwood. He's like, this, this was commenced. Three or four years ago. Yeah. As soon as I got your law. Yeah, big money. See, it's funny, that that sheet goal, big sliding doors moment. Yeah, for sure. All's forgiven if they win a flag. That's it. Yeah, bloody oath. Huge, Mads, huge. Two more games to go for the round, Mads. Frio and Brisbane. Brisbane. Frio. Over at WA. If Brisbane are going to be anything, they should beat for her. Yeah. Yeah, Fife starts to kick straight. They're a chance. They're a chance. Bulldogs and Carlton Marvel game, Grenache Hour. Grenache Hour time slot, Love Mads. it. Love it. It's good. Hopefully there's a bit of rain. Is that Marvel? Yeah. Okay, so beauty. It's under the roof as well. Under the roof, doggies. Oh, Bounce back off the loss. Yeah, that will I have to. Yeah, yeah, it'll be a bit of a pumping, but you'll see some good skills. It'll yeah. be Bulldogs. Should be a good game of footy, but yeah, dogs buy a few there, Mads. Carlton don't just lay down and die. Nah, but I still think they're yeah. shit. Yeah, they are shit. Yeah. Um, beautiful. That wraps it up. That wraps it up, Mads. This has been True Bloods, the number one independent city swans fan podcast. And then we, as we end every potty, speaking words of wisdom. Up the Swannies.